Um, welcome everybody. Chapter seven. Um, there's more to this chapter than I think I could ever comp comprehend. Thinking God and the quantum physics brain. Um, you know how she tied the main scripture into the science concepts. That in and of itself is uh, uh, really good. Um, you know, scriptures in Deuteronomy starts out with, I, I have given you the choice and ends with that you would choose. And then she linked the concept, the process of thinking and choosing is the most powerful thing in the universe after God. It's a phenomenal gift from God to be treasured and used properly. So I'm going to jump to the end of the chapter, and then we'll work our ways back. But, you know, in the summary, um, she says there's a century world of our, of our five senses. And I've never heard, I've never seen it put like this, that it, of the five senses is world of electromagnetism and the atom and then a deeper quantum world and then how she uh, or how quantum was defined well i thought i had it yeah there is quantum physics is a way of explaining how the things that make up atoms work and make sense of how the smallest things in nature work. Tried to do a little bit of a mind map on this. You know what I'm talking about, a mind map, trying to, how it all connects together, and uh, didn't get it done. But how she has woven all of this together, um, the whole thing around free will, um, energy, um, a statement on page 112 quantum theory calls entanglement bizarre behavior talking about particles 120 121 just look at uh, all of the the big points that she makes there in the, in the summary Danny I don't remember who the quote is from but someone restated it said that science is man's pathetic attempt to understand God yeah. So if you think about how science has changed over, you know, centuries, it, it just really always gets me. And uh, I heard a pastor give a sermon on science, and he started out the sermon saying that he believed in the Big Bang Theory. Everybody kind of, you know, edged for the, the, you know, the receipt. Some people stood up, literally. He said, well, let me explain to you like this. Okay. Bang, let there be light. <laughs> Everyone, oh, so, you know, I mean, there's so much in here, um, quantum mechanics, and, and trying to tie it together to like the, you know, astronomical universe. I mean, we could study this for years and not get it all. I like that. I wrote it down. God is man's pathetic attempt to understand. Yeah, science is man's pathetic. Science, yeah, yeah. Science, science is, is man's, man's pathetic attempt to understand God. 
That's cool. Yeah, I mean, when Galileo almost got put to death because he, uh, you know, pr uh, professed that the Earth wasn't flat, that tells you a lot right there. Yeah, yeah. You you look at how many, how much science, how, how scientists fought to protect their beliefs, but science in and of itself means uh, it includes change. Mm -hmm. um, the guy, wherever he's at over in Europe somewhere, I think in Germany, um, read a couple of weeks ago about, and this is in a book uh, about longevity, living, uh, 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 and Dr. Atiyah, he talking about how things are changing when he became a um, cancer surgeon 25 years ago, things they did and how it started changing. And he's talking about a couple of things that people are fighting against right now. And he used the example that the first guy that come up with, with there were germs that were killing people. And, and this hospital had a high death rate of moms, extremely high death rate of women uh, within a month after they'd given birth. Well, the, the, the doctors that were delivering these, these babies, they delivered in the afternoon. They tried to always deliver in the afternoon because in the morning they were working down the morgue. They weren't washing their hands. They didn't know to. Uh, he was declared crazy with putting in, and spent the last 20 years of his life. Uh, uh, this one doctor who come up with this theory about germs spent the last 20 years of his life in an insane silence. So who wants to lead out? I, I mean, this whole, uh, from the, uh, anything in there that you want to talk about, you know, uh, I mean, the bottom line is she moves from uh, explaining quantum physics, goes through free will, and then moves into, um, she says uh, on page 122, quantum physics, Math prediction is all about mathematically showing this uncertainty, which is basically, which basically undergirds free will. She says, I believe God has taken us through the material world into the spiritual world to get to know him more deeply. And the quantum concept is part of this theory. Obviously, the Bible, um, I mean, there's, you know, the scripture that we do have free will, but then we have scripture that God has pre-designed. So which is it? And the answer, some people say, uh, is both. So without getting into too deep into that. The strength of power is something I remember out of this chapter. The, the, the strength of, uh, of uh, prayer is something I remember out of this chapter, where there is an example of two people that were uh, that we're praying, you know, and they're trying to mix science with, uh, with God, right? So when they separated these two people, the thought, you know, they're the same piece of their brain, uh, 
was being triggered, even though they weren't under anything that was electronic. Uh, I think that was pretty pretty powerful there. Yeah. Um, the one for me, Danny, just above that summary, chapter summary, is the section called God's Plans. That that very first sentence, quantum physics and neuroscience, for that matter, do not provide ultimate answers. They are simply stepping stones in the development of our understanding of our almighty God. Another way of admiring God. And that just, that, that really hit me. That's probably why I remembered that, you know, quote that I gave you. Uh, quantum physics and neuroscience, for that matter, do not provide ultimate answers. Yeah. A thought came to me out of this chapter when I was reading about the QZE, which is a quantum zero effect. And let me define that, which is the repeated effort that causes learning to take place. So I once read a book that I thought was very interesting back, and it was, why do we, why pray if God knows what you already need? So if you if you put this into this context, then the prayer is not for God. It's to keep our brains in check yeah. and to keep us thinking and learning into the into the path that we need to be to keep our mind renewed. So the prayer part is for our benefit. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good, Hurt. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Not sure what page that's on, but it's the quantum zero effect. And it goes into, you know, it goes back to some of their books we've been reading about a repeated effort, right? So if we repeat bad habits, then we're going to change our brain to continually be in bad behavior. If we, and, but the advocate we have is we're, we're supposedly have God's help, the Holy Spirit, right? Through, these changes in the other direction so it makes me and i'm just here i go again but it reminds me of, of the big story when i was in church when paul got saved the whole story was about oh paul got saved and lightning and they tell a big story but the bottom line was uh that wasn't as big a deal as his life completely changed his thinking he went from persecuting Christians to honoring them and dying for the cause, right? He went from, from persecuting to being persecuted. Right. So something flipped. And he had help along the way. Yeah. Um, it puts sin in perspective, doesn't it? Uh so does God save our is God saving our souls or saving our brain when we get saved, huh? The uh sorry about that. Yeah. Couldn't help it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, heard it could be both. Yeah, I I I I'm kind of thinking it's the whole being, right? But yeah. but yeah. since the brain is kind of the master of our what we what we have to have to think. Yeah, well, I think it, it maybe it's a process. He saves our soul and then through, you know, renewing uh, the mind, re renewing the mind and the repentance that our brain changes. I don't think she uses the term butterfly effect in here, but I thought of it. I was trying to find that part where uh, she is talking about that 
what the you know her and I don't know each other what we each do ultimately affects the other one everything and everyone is linked and we all affect each other where's that at what page well I'm seeing it in the summary number 11 that's what she's called uh, comparing to the law of entanglement yeah your intentions your prayers and your words towards others will have impact because of this law she quotes James 5 16 the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man aileth much we are so entangled that our intentions alter not only our own DNA molecules but the DNA molecules of others as well she goes down that says uh, research shows that even 30 seconds a day of direct heartfelt intention will ultimately alter not only your own destiny but impact the lives of others in this generation the next three at least Gary this is a good statement uh, for uh, you and I went through desiring God, um, um, practicing the presence of God. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, I honestly believe that by applying our intelligence, which can be developed and trained, we can become amazingly good at understanding how to practice the presence of God. Through science, we see how much trouble he has gone to in order to show himself to us in a very, in every way possible. Amen. Yeah, I mean, I know the more I I understand about science, which I've never paid much attention to science until the last few years, um, and, and maybe just since I, I first read this book when Gary gave it to me back in 2017, and I mean, you think about that if was it in here or something else that. If from here to the, the sun was measured, however many miles that is. 93 million. If it was measured in the width or in the thickness of a sheet of paper. To go from the sun to the next closest whatever star star takes 70 feet of paper stacked on top of each other what's your point danny the uh well the, you think of that you know, 93 i got it <laughs> million or million it's million 93.515 million miles and 150 million kilometers and my dad's a ninth grade science teacher, and that is in my brain from like third grade. So I'm glad to know it's still in the dark reaches. Well, my point is that you think about. It's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, and, and the, the, all the science wrapped into, you know, the next star and how far out there it is. That it would take, if it takes one sheet of paper thickness to measure between here and the sun, it takes 70 feet, thickness of 70 feet of paper to get to the next star. I mean, Danny, I'm a microbiologist, so I work it the other way. I mean, you start doing your cell and then you can do 
you know, electron microscopy to find things and they are minuscule. I mean, you can't even grasp how small they are. Same difference. Well, I'm really mad at myself because if I'd known how great this chapter was on quantum physics, I'd have done my homework. I've just been so behind on everything and that's no excuse. This is like so vital. So now I'm going to have to like crank it up, get myself caught up because I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, maybe you can. Uh, you're going to have to explain to us in eighth grade terms, uh, protein and protein uh, synthesis. <laughs> Great. <laughs> regeneration every night. Okay, really simple. You know, you know, she's made a, the argument, I'm just going to say it like that, that particles be, page 112, the uh, subchapter title, particles behave in a bizarre way, which is another reason why prayer works. And then she, uh, she ends that subchapter part, our prayers impact each other, but so do the negative words we speak over people we are in a relationship with. However, we need to remember that a curse without a cause shall not alight. Proverbs 26, 2. And, and then she keeps building on the matter just keeps getting smaller. And, and I'm, I'm just reading kind of through this fast. Thought moves faster than the speed of light. A glimpse into the spiritual world. Unpredictability is a norm. Quantum physics math predictions show unpredictability. It's all about trusting that God is who he says he is. Then, then she ends the chapter with God's plans. And the last paragraph in that Subchapter is quantum physics is creeping into every field, causing confusion among scientists, dealing a death blow to the Newton Newtonian dream, all because it points directly back to God, the old man who has ultimate control. I love it when his plans come together. We got you know got to stay in the thought about the, the name of this book: how to switch on your brain. The key to peak happiness, thinking, and health. I was reading last night some analysis on the book of Kings, and, and the author gets off into, you know, Adonijah's uh, quest for power and authority and taking over from Solomon and all this kind of good stuff. And he says that's so uh, epidemic of humankind to want those things. Uh, powerless, blah, 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 and uh, where true significance lies in just being obedient. So, you know, you can think about the massive creative power of God and how there's no way we can truly comprehend his capabilities, uh, but yet it really boils down to that simplicity. So her her process here is it's it, it's a learning process. So let's just kick 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 it into gear, and um, you know next week with that. So for now, you know, she she talks about the science of thought, the 
power of your thought life, the non-conscious level, which is a metacognitive level, the conscious level, which is a cognitive, what she calls the symbolic action level. And I don't know what to do with that diagram on those two pages, uh, on page 126 and 127. Then she talks about the, the detox plan, which is in essence the, the, the quantum Zeno effect taking place that she, uh, that she explained in chapter seven. What lies are you believing? Distorted love and the truth get wired in. I don't know, maybe we don't uh, jump into this. There's a lot of stuff right here that we need to read ahead of time. Yeah. What do you think, Hurdy? I think that these two chapters are extremely deep. That's what I think. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm, okay, I'll, I'll back off Russian us through that.